So I'm going to just use some examples of some of these aspects with projects that I've worked on. So one of the things I would always encourage people to do when they're looking at schools is to think of it as a macro-micro scale exercise. And this came about from that competition that I mentioned earlier where we got onto the shortlist and we were in it with uh, John some years ago. And we were on a shortlist to design a new nursery school in Bury, just north of Manchester. So the luck, lucky shortlist of three or four practices, we were put onto a train, went all the way up to Manchester, went up to Bury, and this is what greeted us. This is a still from a video I shot. Um, and this is the school here, behind the barbed wire fence, um, set back from the road, and it's opposite another space with barbed wire around it, which is the local park. And in between, you have a road that's been blocked by bollards to stop joyriding and uh, people careering along this road. And quite honestly, if you showed this slide to people, the last thing you would expect is for that to be a nursery school. Perhaps it's a dog pound somewhere. It's sort of antisocial, but it's certainly not speaking to the street. And um, we went back, we went into the building, and yet inside was this amazing, high-achieving nursery school with a specialism of, in autism. And um, the head teacher was just working wonders in this really oppressive school. I mean, the ceiling height there, I could touch it virtually when I stood up. It was so oppressive, wasn't it? Mm. And we were asked if we could come up with a really cheap solution to making a new or improved uh, nursery school in this location. So we went back to London, back to the studio, sat around the table, and I said to my colleagues, I think there's something really weird about where we've been. I just don't get it. So I just feel like we never really understood where we were. So we zoomed out on the um, internet, and this is a few years ago when get mapping and live maps were all kind of in their infancy, and made this stunning uh, realization that the M66, I don't know if you can see that, ran about 150 meters from this school, but nobody mentioned it when we were there. There's a huge juggernaut of a you know, piece of infrastructure. And also, um, we carried out research into the local demographic of the area because we felt we didn't really talk to people. We really didn't know where we were. It was just a destination on a day trip, really. And we found out um, various bits of information. And then we had one meeting with the client as part of the competition. So we went to meet Claire and we sat down and we said, Claire, we've produced this information for you. We don't know what it means, but we want you to tell us what does the M66 mean to your school? And she was like, Deborah, it's obvious. It's not obvious to me. She said, well, you haven't even drawn it. Where you've got the word M66 on your drawing there, that's where all the kids live. Now, they live on the other side of the M66. They don't live exactly around the school. So one of the things you should be asking people who are bringing schools to you is, where is the cohort of children coming from? Because they don't necessarily come from where you expect them to. And I said, well, what impact does that have on the kids? She said, well, every morning they get out of bed. That's if they've got beds. A lot of these children... Literally, there's the shock of my life that children in London, in, in Manchester, around the country, can grow up in houses where they don't have a bed. I don't know if you knew that. Maybe you did. They literally sleep on the sofa, get fed a piece of toast, and they go to school malnourished. They actually have mal mal they had malnutrition in this school because they don't get fed anything other, other than bread and cereal. So they go to school under a motorway, come through somebody else's housing estate, and go to the back door of that building. And in front of them was a park with a huge barbed wire fence. So one of our um, points of view was to actually try and acknowledge the park, make the design claim that park, and look at the park, stare it right in the face. And it was amazing. Within 
a year of us finishing the projects, which I'll just show you, the council were compelled by this building to actually tear down the barbed wire fence and they made big improvements to the park because the, the school actually had this catalytic effect. The other bit of information from, that we showed her about the demographic was we said it's really interesting. Uh, it says uh, heavy ITV viewing in this part of Bury. What does that mean? And she said, it's obvious, Deborah. Uh, this means it's a culture of screen-based entertainment and books don't really figure within the culture of the home. So that led to a conversation about can we put books at the heart of our school just because they're simply unfamiliar items that might have potential learning for these children. And finally, we put the picture of the chap down there in the bottom and she said, oh, I know who, is that, who that is. That's my local MP. And we said, fantastic, because we know if you want to get anything done in this country, you've got to know the people with the power behind all the decision-making. So we were as one on that. And this is the end result. It's a very simple refurb and extension of the school. We just lifted the roof. We just lifted it up and we placed a clear story lighting all the way around and we um, did extend it, uh, but in, in the heart, as you half of the school through here is a sofa and some books, and it's the library. So when you come in and go through that school, you're, you're kind of, uh, you're exposed to something that you're maybe not exposed to at home. It also has fantastic external play areas that go right into the, because children are there till six at night, so we have external play areas with light, so you can go out and play right into the winter evenings. And this is the front door, so... That's the new front view overlooking that park. And we reused the stone from the stone wall at the front of the old building and rebuilt it into a really sort of uh, civically scaled uh, public building, which is about a kind of social infrastructure.